Welcome back to Round Guy. The podcast is Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents high school basketball playoffs in Southeast Iowa. If you need a stock trailer, a horse trailer, a flatbed trailer, a utility trailer, a cargo trailer, an enclosed trailer, a dump trailer, you got brands like Hillsborough and Delta. I got a dark horse trailer from him last year. It's actually worth more today than it was when I bought it. You need a trailer. You need to move your equipment. Henshaw Trailers, Richland, Iowa. Talk to Corwin. We're on the phone with Scotty Melvin. Scotty Melvin, welcome back to the program. Hey, good morning, everybody. Anyway, uh, we had the 3A start last night. Uh, uh, what game do you want to talk about first? Well, I'm in the 4A bracket. Real oh, quick. yeah, let's do the 4As. Let's get them, them done. They started last night, too. You you got some info on a tumble. I got a little info on Burlington. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Burlington won. They they played a, a Muscatine team that's kind of down this year, and they won 68-37, so they move on to West, I believe, on Friday. Well, I, I did get the chance to watch, uh, I think, Ottumwa. I think they played uh, Southeast Polk. And, uh, South, I mean, long story short, Southeast Polk was much much too much for them. They just yeah. didn't, didn't make it. But uh, – uh, I, I hadn't seen the score after halftime, but I could tell it was uh, definitely going in that direction. So, uh, what other games? What other games were you following? Well, uh, I ended up having a bunch of family stuff go on last night, so I didn't get to follow things uh, as much as I wanted to. I had to kind of look up scores after everybody was done. We're moving back down into three A. Then you were talking about three A. Um, our area did. Fared pretty well last night overall, I think. Washington smoked South Tama, which we were not surprised about. South Tama came into this game with only two wins. So Washington sets up to play Solon, who won their game in a rematch of uh, the last regular season game that, between the Demons and the Spartans. So that'll be interesting. So, uh, uh, yeah, Washington just crushed those guys. I mean, they just came on the they, – they, I think they had them beat at the warm-ups. But uh, – there was some uh, there were some disappointments and some exciting plays last night. Uh, uh, were you able to get a score for me on Fort Madison? Yeah, Fort Madison did pull that game out against Oskaloosa, seventy to sixty. And, and you know we talked about that before that Oski's wins on the year, but they they've got a little tradition going. They won a state tournament here a few years ago. They they are well coached. They have a the Flaherty kid that's really good, and it sounds like. Uh, from what I've dug up on it, that they kind of had this game under control for a while. But Fort Madison, man, their big three were just too much. I believe Davis ended up with 28 points, and, and they pulled it out in the end. Well, one time I got a report that uh, Fort Madison was down like four points in the third quarter or something like that. I mean, it was a great win for Coach Miller. He's able to advance. Yeah. He he said that the Oskaloosa team was going to be tough. Yeah, deceptive, deceptively good, I think. And and uh, so then on the other side of that bracket, uh, did you listen to the Clear Creek Amana Fairfield game at all? Or get uh, I, okay, so uh, I started out listening to that on the radio, and then I flipped. Uh, I was then I started flipping over, listening to the Mount Pleasant game on the radio, and then I text uh, Andy Cressinger from the Southeast Union, asking where he was. He says I'm over at the uh, I'm I'm in Mount Vernon watching the Mount Pleasant game. He says, but you can get. You can get the Fairfield game on the Clear Creek Amana YouTube. So I switched over to that, and they got a pretty beautiful uh, gym there. That was uh, oh yeah, yeah. 
it was it had a nice blue color to it. The place was packed and rocking. Uh, Fairfield, the uh, Fairfield, uh, you know, there was they got within four points sometime, maybe close to the start of the fourth quarter, but it was they were just Clear Creek was just too much for Fairfield, and uh, uh, I don't think uh, what's that that really great player they got in Fairfield. Uh, Max Wheaton's the one. Yeah, Max I, Max I, Wheaton didn't do much in the first half. They handled him. The second half, he started getting it together. Uh, uh, but, yeah, they were tough inside. Fairfield had a tough time getting the ball inside. And uh, uh, Clear Creek walked away with a pretty pretty healthy win. Yeah, they're they're awfully good. And, and that's who Fort Madison will play next. So, Clear Creek brings a 15-7 and seven record into that game. And, you know, they they – Kind of like the, the schools down here, they play a pretty brutal schedule. So their seven losses are, are you know, well-earned, uh, you know, losses. I mean, they, they're they really good. They'll be a tough out for Fort Madison. But I'm hoping Fort Madison just had maybe some first-round jitters going. You know, they got that first one under their belt. Maybe they'll be rolling now through this uh, sub-state. So there was a great big game last night, the game of the night, probably the game of the night in the whole tournament, and that was uh, – Mount Pleasant uh, at uh, Mount Vernon. I, I don't know what you know. You know anything about Mount Vernon or? I sure don't. I know they got great football pretty much year in and year out, but they can never be Solon. Uh, other than that, I don't know much about that school. Well, um, but we, we did talk about the fact that this was a kind of a favorable draw for Mount Pleasant. We felt like they're kind of on the same level here. And this was a winnable first round game, even though, you know, Mount Pleasant came into the 13 record. Uh, due to a tough schedule, they they they're battle tested. So it doesn't shock me a bit that they came out of this game uh, winners. Yeah, they won it in double overtime by five points. Uh, they just were gritty, and it was a great game to listen to. I was so uh, so wrapped up into it, and I was so proud of the way Mount Pleasant handled things down the line. It was uh, just you know really great game. And Mount Pleasant really played well. And uh, I just, uh, that game, you know, it was, I was trying, how I do it, you know, when I sit at home and I just try to listen or watch as much as I can, you know, whatever's available to me. And, uh, but as I, you know, like I say, I just, Mount Pleasant was where all the action was. And that's where I wound up just watching Fairfield on the TV and listening to Mount Pleasant on the, uh, the radio. And I just, you know, there just wasn't a moment of that game. that wasn't exciting. Really. Some of these other games, you know, when a one team clearly is, is better and they're running out for their 20 point lead or whatever, uh, you're not going to pay attention to those until the final scores in, but this Mount Pleasant game, that would have been one to see. Um, it sounded like both teams really, when it got down to the wire, regulation, first overtime, second overtime, both teams showed a lot of uh, poise and uh, ability to hit big shots and things. What an exciting game that, that was. I'm glad our uh, our local school came out on top, though. Yeah, really, really, like you say, fair, uh, Southeast Iowa handled themselves pretty good. You know, like, I watched that Washington Demons team. I didn't even watch half of, through halfway through the first quarter, and it was, there was just no chance. South Tama had had nothing. Nothing, nothing to go up against those guys with. I imagine we were, we were talking about that at work, and we we all thought the same thing that this was going to be kind of just a uh, a little bit of a scrimmage for for Washington. 
No, and they, you know, there's a reason they play the games, but it, it definitely went like everybody thought. So, well, I, you know, I, that's up for Washington. Well, I definitely think that uh, the, you know, the Southeast Conference that Washington plays in really got them ready for the playoffs. Plus, they deserve that number one seed. So, they're not going to play anybody too tough. All right. Well, we got some double A games and uh, some A. Some 2A and some 1A games tonight. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just throw out uh, what I've got in front of me here. We got, uh, let's go with a double A. West Burlington uh, is playing the uh, Mid Prairie Golden Hawks at 7 o'clock tonight. What do you what do you expect in that? Well, it's going to be a tough one for Mid Prairie. Uh, West Burlington, they've, they've shown they can play with anybody all year. And even though they've only got a, a 12 and 11 win-loss record, you know, they're they're capable of playing with anybody. I think they've got a lot of talent. I think it's a little bit on the young side. That's going to hurt them against Mid-Prairie, though. That's the one thing Mid-Prairie's got over a lot of these schools. We're, we're seeing down here, with all the talent we have, there's a lot of, seems like a lot of underclassmen on these teams, which bodes well for the future. But for right now, in the postseason, you know, the, the, the seniors are going to be the ones that lead teams to great success best most generally and mid prairie's got those they've got the seniors they've got kids that have a lot of experience plus the talent so i expect them to come out on top yeah um, i think west burlington's going to give them a run for their money though well they dumped the number two uh seed in the the bracket uh cardinal uh, the first round so yeah mid uh, i i believe yeah. mid prairie got a they got a buy in the first round didn't they they did yep. yeah so this is their first That's action well, I look. They beat Mediapolis in round two, and oh, yeah, it was sure. close for a while. But let's face it, Midbury ended up winning that game by twenty six points, and that's a very high quality Bulldog team that they beat up on. So, yeah. they like I've been saying all year. I think this this team just strikes me from from what I've seen of them, from what I read about them, and the quotes I've seen from players as well as your interviews with with uh, Coach Lambert. They, they're really focused and on a mission. So it, it's just hard for me to pick against them at least not before wells fargo all right well we got a uh another matchup that's gonna just be this one's here this looks like it's gonna peel the paint off the wall uh winfield mount unions playing the danville bears what about this game oh that that one man i don't know if i i don't think i'd be brave enough to put money on it if it was a game you could bet on you know um Wow, those are two great teams, and it's anybody's game, I think. Um, Winfield, uh, you know, we're going back, and I, I don't know enough about Danville's players to know what what they're trotting out there as far as, you know, do they have are they senior-laden or do they have a bunch of young guys? I, I do know that, that Winfield does, and even with that inexperience, they, you know, rattled off over 20 wins this year. So, And I know there are, there are kids that don't like to lose, too. I've seen them play football. Um, They'll battle hard. I think they can do it. I think they've got uh, a great coach, a great team, a lot of talent. Danville's great, too. And I, it's hard to pick against them in postseason because this team has a ton of success over the years, including many runs to state tournaments and some state championships in the early 2000s. So it's a tough one, but I'm I'm going to go with my uh, Winfield Mount Union Wolves in this one. I think they'll get it done and advance at least one more round. Well, I tell you, uh, uh, Winfield and Mount Union both had uh, pretty tough games in the first round. 
Winfield, you know, they, they pulled a win out by four, but Danville won by one point on a last second shot uh, to beat Notre Dame. Uh, do you think uh, that winning the last second shot will inspire the team or will it have them a little wary? Well, that, that's something we chatted about last time we got together was both of these teams, Danville and Winfield Mountain Union, are coming off some really, really tough victories. They, they won their games, but they were a struggle. Uh, you know, who's going to put that behind them and be able to focus the best tonight? I don't know. Uh, there's only one way to find out. But, yeah, Danville, that's the one thing that I think gives me a little bit more hope for the Wolves is I don't want to – Discount Burlington Notre Dame, but they haven't had a great season overall. They they play in the postseason though, and it sounds like they have some big kids. But the fact that Danville had to pull off a, a buzzer beater to beat them makes me feel like maybe they're not quite as strong as I had thought a few weeks ago. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's well, I think I just got to go with the Wolves tonight. I think Danville might have been looking past them. What do you think? That, that's possible too. If Notre Dame's as talented as some people are saying, I mean, maybe they just, maybe they had injuries or sickness during the season, and that's why they didn't win that many games. I don't know, but they uh, they gave Danville all they could handle. Danville's lucky to be here in this. Uh, right. Well, in this now here is just an unbelievable matchup. If if there's a better game than than Winfield Mount or Minfield Danfield, I, I'm not sure, but Waco New London. Yeah, New London 20 and 2, Waco 19 and 4. These two teams have played really great schedules uh, and earned a ton of victories over a ton of great teams. They split in the regular season. Um, boy, that's a toss up here. I don't know. I, I'm going to pull my, my Warriors because that's my home. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to be sad for any of these teams that, that win and move on. And New London certainly has proven that they can uh, play with and beat anybody. And it's going to be a tough, tough task for Waco tonight. Well, I may have to start a GoFundMe account for uh, Simeon Reichenbach so we can get him a new pair of shoes. What do you think? That's what I heard. I already had to borrow a shoe. Yeah, he's uh, a one black shoe and one blue shoe, I guess. He's the black and blue uh, basketball player of Southeast Iowa, isn't he? Like I said, you know, I felt like he had some he, – he certainly runs with some power in football, but I felt like he had some, some speed and finesse to his game too. But, man, on the basketball court, he's a – this kid is a, a power player. He can take the ball to the to the hoop against anybody. He's just strong as they come. And I'm not surprised he blew it. Yeah. Um, uh, what about – let's, let's give him a new nickname. I'm going to start calling him Simeon Shoeless Joe Reichenbach. What do you think of that? Okay, <laughs> that's a that's a big throwback there. I wonder how many of these kids uh, playing high school sports right now even know who Shoeless Joe is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, is there any other games that you want to update our listeners on? I just have kind of Casey eyes. Since they crammed all of our our local schools into that one substate in one A, I don't think we really got any other to look at beyond those. Uh, four that are going on tonight here in our local area. That game between uh, Winfield and Danville is going to be played at Central Lee, so that's pretty far south. But uh, media between New London and Waco. Um, I'm going to try. I don't know if we'll make it. I'm going to try to get down to Mount Pleasant tonight to watch Mid-Prairie. 
Well, that's going to be uh, well. That's going to be be great. Uh, look, guys, there was some great action last night. Uh, there's going to be some real go getters tonight, and uh, you know, sadly, we're going to say goodbye to three Southeast Iowa teams tonight too. But uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be in this playoffs for a long time. Because a lot of great teams tonight. Uh, Really good matchups tonight. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, our high school playoff coverage. Uh, Scott, I really appreciate you getting up early and helping us uh, put an update out uh, in the morning so people can, you know, like we're trying to make it so you can follow these playoffs just through Round Guy the podcast. Uh, appreciate your time. Anything else before we let you go, Scott? I just want to say good luck to everybody. You know, we, we pick our who we think is going to win or whatever, and uh, – Nothing, nothing makes me happier than being proven wrong, though. You know, I, I just want to see our area team succeeding and uh, somebody just move on to state. That would be great. Well, here's the over and under. Can Shoeless Joe get to 20 points over and under? What do you think? Against New London? Yep. I know that he can. Uh, you know, they're, whew, they got Kate Benjamin in the middle there. Full strength. I don't think it's going to be easy for anybody to get 20 points for Waco tonight. So I'm going to tonight. Well, I'm going to say uh, he needs to to win. If he gets a 20 or better, I think uh, Waco brings that home. But uh, yeah, if Simeon, if Simeon, if Shoeless Simeon takes over, <laughs> he did in this last game and gets to 20 or more. I think you're right. I think the the Warriors move on. All right. Well, this has been uh, Round Guy the Podcast. And one time more, I'd like to say Henshaw Trailers, Richland, Iowa, Corwin Henshaw. He's been around uh, over 50 years over there. If anybody can get you the trailer that you need during the tough uh, times that we live in, Corwin's the man. And we really appreciate him because we wouldn't have this basketball coverage without him. So uh, thanks for thanks for listening, guys.